Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. After many years of unsuccessful North American settlements, the English founded the colony of Jamestown in Virginia. The original Jamestown colonists had never intended to grow all of their food. Their plans depended upon trade with the local natives to supply them with food between the arrivals of periodic supply ships from England. Lack of access to fresh water and a severe drought crippled the limited agricultural production of the Virginia colonists. A fleet from England, damaged by a hurricane, arrived months behind schedule with new colonists but without adequate food supplies. Combined with the lack of trade with the Native Americans and the failure of supply ships, the colony found itself with far too little food for the upcoming winter. Let's explore this early crisis in American history along with the Nice Try podcast. Men are dying. 104 men landed in May of 1607. By the end of the year, only 38 were still alive. And this does not make the Virginia Company look good. They've got to save face for their many bondholders in England. There's serious investment in this endeavor from wealthy citizens and the government, and they cannot blow it. On damage control, the Virginia Company sends over more men, along with new leadership and new plans. They put all the leaders in the new plans on one ship, and then all the men on other ships. And that one ship, the one with the leadership and the rules, it gets wrecked in Bermuda. But all the other ships, with all the men, they arrive in Virginia. There are 300 new men now in Jamestown with no leadership, no laws, no provisions, nothing. Just these 300 men, which came to be known as the headless remnant, right? The head was crashed. These were the headless remnant. So here come 300 lawless, rowdy men into what is John Smith's Virginia. Now these scores of new men also need to be fed. And these men are restless and upset and starving and hard to control. To try to keep relative peace, John Smith tries to separate the men in various posts. One day, he visits an especially rowdy one. John Smith gets back in his boat, goes back down the river to Jamestown. And it was during that trip down river that there was gunpowder on his lap that a match flew into the gunpowder and the gunpowder exploded in his lap, maiming him for life. At that point, he had to return to England. So John Smith is gone. And from there, things are about to get bad. Very bad. The Virginia Company is starting to look terrible. John Smith has come back maimed, and the stories of violence and deprivation are leaking back home to England. And so, like any modern startup, they do that thing of blaming the contractors. Like, the Virginia Company is not at fault. It's these guys. They're no good. And now, filling in John Smith's place was a Don Jr. of a man named George Percy. George Percy was a younger son in an aristocratic family who came to Virginia hoping to make a name and a fortune for himself. This was in 1609, by the way. And George Percy had never been a leader of anything before. He was totally dependent on his older brother, who was the Earl, for any kind of money or any kind of support. He is not John Smith. He thinks all the tribes are the same. He doesn't know how to speak with them. He's not prepared. The camp descends into chaos. All hell breaks loose. 
The starving men lash out and ruthlessly slaughter the women and the children of the tribes around them. They're cruel and angry and delirious, and so the Powhatan Confederacy cuts off food supply to Jamestown. The English, after all, are begging for food and then killing in cold blood, and they seem to be only growing in number. These dangerous men must be contained. And the Powhatan essentially say that if any English leave their fort, they'll be murdered. And they were. The Powhatan would kill colonists, tie them to posts, and, tauntingly, stuff their mouths with bread. There was no food for the begging living. So this was the start of the starving time. It was only a few months from the fall of 1609 to the spring of 1610. And in this time, out of the 500 men now in Jamestown, only 60 survive. Percy says that first they ate dogs, they ate cats, they ate rats, they ate vermin, they ate any living thing that was in the fort. Then they ate the leather off their shoes, they boiled their belts and sucked them. Then it got to the point where he says they licked the blood off the faces of their dying men. So if you can imagine that, can you imagine someone lying down dying and you come and you crawl up to them and lick the blood off their face because that's how starving you are? And finally, it ended in cannibalism, both of English bodies and of Native American bodies. They were digging bodies out of the grave to eat them. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Meanwhile, back in Bermuda, the leaders that were shipwrecked, the head of the headless remnant, they were actually fine. The Spanish had populated the island with pigs, which they lived on, and it was beautiful and the living was relatively easy. In fact, some even wanted to stay in Bermuda But dutifully, they built new ships and continued their journey to Jamestown. They arrived there in May 1610, and it's just hell. They came, and they say the gates were off the hook. That, even approaching it, the gates were off the hook. The palisades were torn down. I mean, if they've come from their own shipwreck, they're coming into an absolute wreck, even visually, as they look at what the Virginia fort looks like. The fort has been ripped apart. The men, cadaverous and quite literally out of their minds, hardly look like men anymore. They had burned their own buildings for firewood. They had eaten their colleagues. It was as if the colony had been taken with an autoimmune disease. It had attacked itself beyond the point of repair. The newly arrived leaders decide immediately to pack up and leave. The leader, Thomas Gates, stood there and beat a drum. He doesn't want there to be chaos and riot on the way out. So they're beating the drum on the way out. They go onto the ship and they leave. Marching them in step like skeleton soldiers. One, two, one, two, one, two, into the ship. They go back to England. They go out to sea. 
Imagine them, a salty Atlantic air whipping their hair, their faces pointed to Europe, back to home, at last. These men had long given up dreaming of piles of gold, of the glory of furthering their family names, or Protestantism, or the values of England. They just wanted food on the table. Maybe they'll marry. Maybe they'll have children. They could have a quiet life. This nightmare can all be forgotten, and they can go back to being Englishmen. But then comes the craziest twist in this story, because it's not over. What happens now is that there's another ship that is coming from England to Virginia that no one knows about. The Virginia Company had sent more reinforcements over to Virginia. These guys just refused to give up. And this new ship intercepts the fleeing men. And this new ship says, nope, you're not going to England. Turn around. We are all going back to Jamestown. So now they turn around these men who have been through starving time, who have been in the fort, who have been through the nadir, who have been cannibals, now are turning around going back to Virginia. And now this new leadership is extremely aggressive. And the men are traumatized and livid. The men come back to attack Virginia, full of fresh fury. And then they take Virginia with a vengeance. And that is the beginning of the First Anglo-Pohattan War. Next time, we continue our expose on the colony of Jamestown. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying images. S.Y. from New York posted a five-star review on Apple Podcasts titled, A Fantastic Podcast. Mark Vinette tells the story in an enjoyable way, always interesting and informative. Keep up the great podcasts, Mark. Here's EY's five-star review. Great stuff. Wow. I love this podcast. Each episode is the perfect length with great audio production. Mark presents each subject in a concise manner and does not get caught up in the digressions other podcasters often fall into. Viewing history on a continental level, instead of just with certain political borders, breathes fresh life into the history I thought I knew. Thank you for the wonderful comments, messages, ratings, and reviews. All of them are regularly posted for your reading pleasure on patreon.com slash markvinette. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body which decreases as we age. Taking Calitrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calitrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 
30605 and we'll send you a link to the special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605. 